The number you have dialed three, has been changed. One, the new number three, is... Two. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bad With Names. I'm your host, Don Will, and I'm having cell phone problems. Um, not getting or receiving text messages unless I turn my handset off and turn it back on. Then I have to wait and the messages will have to repopulate and new ones pop up. So, um, it's pretty interesting over here in terms of communicating with people and sending texts and getting texts. It's, it's oddly not as comforting as I thought it would be to have a little bit of radio silence because it makes me feel like somebody's trying to get in touch with me and I just can't get in touch with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's stupid. But it is what it is. And it is also Monday, which means that I have a new podcast on deck for you. I know you guys are like, oh man, where is it at? It's fucking whatever time it is in the afternoon now, maybe even the evening. But guess what? Still Monday. It is still Monday. So, just because it's not there at 8 a.m. on Monday or 6 p.m. on Sunday, it's still Monday. I will say this, though. It's late today because I was in Philadelphia last night with Green Street and Tanya Morgan performing at uh, Kung Fu Necktie. We're on, we're, we're gearing back up for touring. So this leg is called the Northeast Telethon. Um, it's only like two or three dates, three dates, which is not much of a tour. But, you know, we're warming back up. It's a couple of spot dates, so I wouldn't really, I'm reluctant to call it a tour, but you know, you got a package and bundle thing, so. But yeah, we'll be in Boston on February the 11th, and we'll be in Albany on Valentine's Day. So, you know, get your tickets to those things. We'll be at the Upper Middle East in Boston. Um, I forget, I think we'll be at Ship's Pub in Albany. Either way, if you hear about us coming to your city, please come out. The show last night was pretty fun. We haven't done a Tanya Morgan performance in a while. It's been a couple months. It was a good time, man. Me and Vaughn got on stage and, you know, it was like <laughs> getting the band back together again and seeing, like, you know what I'm saying? Seeing how this thing works. But it was a good time, man. I saw a lot of friends out there in Philly, man. The house was, the house was really packed with a lot of cool people who I haven't seen in a while. You know what I'm saying? But... Shout out to Malik B, Malik B of The Roots that was there as well. And shout out to the openers, J-E-double-F. And I, sorry, I, some, I can't remember the other guy's name, but he had a really dope set. Malik B was on his set. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to get right into this episode because right now it's midday and I still have stuff to do um, to set me up for the rest of the week so that I can be able to travel to Boston and come back and all kinds of stuff oh man oh man i didn't get to do pizza party last night but my good friend tap 10 from the bay you've heard him on episode three or four he held me down yo man tap thank you bro thank you bro uh we were touring extensively in march yeah that's march we'll be on the road for the most for the most part for the entire month of march and I'll have to get a couple of guest DJs to hold me down. And I got I got a short list of people. Well, I'm going to slot in there. You know what I'm saying? Come in, play some R&B jams. Uh, get, dish out some of that pizza. It'll be a good time. This episode is something special. Um, and I normally don't preface each episode with a little bit of behind the scenes. But I think for the for this episode, I will. Twilight Tone is a, is a 
good friend of mine. You know, he's um, some of you may know him from being Common's musical director or being uh, a big part of his early two albums. But you know, that's how I knew him first and foremost. And then you know, New York music, whatever you get to meet people and hang out with him. He's a really he's a really good person. Man. I love Tone, love him to death. And we're talking about having a more um, I don't want to let that cat out, cat out of the bag, but he hit me up and was saying that, you know, he wants to me to feature some of his beats on the podcast. And I'm like, dude, it's talk. We don't really, I don't really play music under the conversation because it's talk. It's kind of anti the format of what I do, but I do have sound beds for commercial breaks. So this week for commercial breaks, you won't be hearing the normal bad with names theme song theme music produced by none other than yours truly you will be hearing however a couple of beats by the homie twilight tone exclusive shit that i'll talk over so that you don't rap over them <laughs> i don't think you guys would do that anyway how do you guys even rappers like the, that's a good question like the bass come out so clear, clear, most of you clear, aren't really some of you or whatever who cares I don't really know the full analytics of who listens to this thing. But it is kind of cool to see some of you in person and for you to tell me that you listen. And it, it puts, not even pressure, but it, it puts some relief on me to know the faces of the people who listen because now it's, it feels less like I'm talking to myself and more like I'm talking to my friends because it's been a lot of friends that have told me they've listened, you know. But whatever. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I guess I should play a Twilight Tone beat. I'm going to put one in over this part of the conversation leading into the actual conversation that we had with him. Really cool conversation, man. We hung out for a while. Um, and then me and Bond came home. Well, we came back to our respective homes in Brooklyn. And yeah, I'm just filling time right now so you guys can listen to this dope beat that's behind me. I don't even know what it is yet. Oh, Radiator Check-In. My radiator got fixed, for those of you that are wondering about my really personal life. My radiator's fixed. They put in a really small one now, but remember how the other one was really, really, really loud, like clang, 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 loud? This one hisses. It almost sounds like like an air hose. And it does that nonstop. I've kind of gotten used to it. I have to turn my TV up a little louder. Play my music a little louder. I've kind of zoned it out, but it's pretty disruptive. I, I turned the heater off right now, which is cool that I can turn it off. But I turned it off right now so that I can record this without the hissing. I'll probably turn it up at the end so you guys can get a taste of what I have to sleep through and endure. <sighs> can't catch a fucking break. I mean, I guess I can, but I can't. Um, at any rate, it's enough of me, enough of my um, minutia, if you will. Let's get into this episode with the Twilight Tone. And Vaughn P was on deck too. He was in town. Alright, here we go. So yeah, man, where does it start? Chicago. You and Chief Keith got a group. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. We was drilling. You know, you know what I'm saying? I worked at uh Home Depot. You know. No. Um What do you mean? Like where does it start? Um I don't know, man. For me, music has always been a constant, and uh, and I've always uh, walked the uh, the cusp of uh, what things were supposed to be. 
in the way I saw it. You know what I mean? So, like, when I first started, uh, when I first met, like, Common and them, like I, I've been saying in a few interviews, I was, you know, doing stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cause he was playing that shit earlier and I'm like, this must be like some something newish, you know what I'm saying? But to me it's like <clears throat> it's music. And uh and I don't know, you know, I know that's like the cliche thing to say now. Everybody's like, oh yeah, I was just in the music. But I'm talking about when hip hop was the thing and that was cool. Like it was for me it was just it was music. It was an it was a way to Music, what does music mean? It's a universal language. It was a way to, for me to express myself. Because yeah, yeah. at the moment, you know, how I came up and what I had to go through as a child and adolescence and teenagers, I felt like my voice was stifled. So fortunately, I had a strong mother who pushed me to express myself via the arts, pushed me to go to the clubs. My Damn, mother bro. made me go to the club. <laughs> I'm trying to keep you out the club. You clubs. know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. go to the teen clubs. Go to the hotel parties downtown Chicago. Go be a part of that. Because that's how she grew up. That's how my real father grew up. Yeah. So I wasn't I wasn't tripping about drugs and smoking weed. All I wanted to do was dance and do music. So. And this was like your teen, like early teens? Yeah, I was like... 14, 15 when I, because I, I left, I, 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 I was born in Chicago, I left there around uh, kindergarten, and I went to southeast Louisiana, grew up in Louisiana, was submerged in a marching band and, you know, the culture, I love Louisiana. Yo, the, the live instrument, like the instrument culture down there is crazy, you know what I'm saying, like just people play motherfucking instruments. It's yeah. not like, it's not just like some special, I won't say not special, but I mean like everywhere else it's like, it's second nature to play an instrument in Louisiana, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, it used to be, well yeah, definitely Louisiana, I don't know, but I know in black culture in the schools, yeah, a lot of people was playing instruments and then, which is part of the inception of hip hop, is that they took the music programs out of the schools, like they were trying to take the free lunch programs out of the schools. Yeah. And that's what made hip hop like kind of you know, a hotbed for it because like, you know, again, kids need a way to express themselves. So, I'm coming back from Louisiana. And um grammar school, I was like disco rapping. You know what I'm saying? I was disco rapping. Like uh Sugar Hill? Yeah, like Sugar Hill, but not like, you know, like disco rapping and, and then Went back to Louisiana, came back, and it was like so-called disco, or what people know as house music or whatever, was like full-on in Chicago. And I submerged myself with that shit. That shit was dope as hell to me. But fortunately, my brother, my younger brother, he stayed, he stayed on the, on the hip-hop. He stayed, and he was straight, stayed on like ultra-magnetic and all that. He kept me into it, because otherwise okay. I'd have been gone because that shit you couldn't tell me like that shit was like the best shit and I felt really good about it because it was our shit it wasn't like anybody else's shit it was like this is Chicago yeah I was gonna say like where was he getting it from because I, I growing up in Cincinnati I know that I had a, a older cousin funneling me shit you know what I'm saying right but without him I would have just been subject to pretty much 
the late night mix show, which was just all West Coast shit. Yeah. A sprinkle, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like, so I think of Chicago in a similar way in the sense that like, you know, you had to like have somebody bringing the shit in in a way. We were blessed, and, and I say we in the Midwest were blessed because we have, uh, especially in Chicago, we have a university known as U of I, I mean U of C, which is where they invented the atomic bomb. It's a very uh, prestigious the Ivy actual school. atomic bomb? Yes. And this school, a lot of hodgepodge of different students came there, East Coast, West Coast, or whatever. We were fortunate that we had like nerdy ass kids on the radio that would be into what was going on in the East Coast and in the Bronx and in, in, you know and what was going on in underground hip-hop and they were hardcore nerdy ass white kids or black, and one black dude who was a nerdy ass <laughs> black dude and it was called HBK and those guys were my mentors it was this guy K.L. J.P. Chill and this dude Chili Q. Chili Q actually. A lot of chills in that crew. Yeah, a lot of chills. Lot of chills. <laughs> 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 I kill Will Ill. <laughs> anyway, so, those, Chili Q actually is the first person to show me how to use the SB1200. Oh. And, um, they, they, again, my brother's listening to HPK, and then it was his other show, uh, NUR, which was, uh, Northwestern's, uh, in Evanston's radio station. Okay. And they played a lot of hardcore hip-hop. When I say hardcore, I really want to ex express this in totality. The word hardcore doesn't mean, oh, I'm toting guns, I'm shooting this and doing that. Hardcore used to mean I'm hard to the core of the inception of what this thing is. I'm hard to the core of the foundation. M meaning that De La Soul, rapping about daisies, is hardcore. It's more hardcore than uh, it could even be more seen to be more hardcore than um, six in the morning, Ice T. It is more hardcore than six in the morning, Ice T, because <laughs> they're using records and they're rapping over records, and yeah. records is the inception of hip hop. So what happened was, is it kind of like uh, like another way to say like pure, pure? Okay. Like when you pure. look at when you look at like I guess in some circles, uh, well not even some circles, like the the straight edge kids. Like they consider straight edge kids to be super like punk in a way because they they're like everybody's doing drugs. I'm not doing shit. I'm like I'm me. You know what I'm saying? Fuck y'all. Y'all some sheep and followers. I'm doing my own shit. I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do nothing. Like like hardcore like that. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. So for okay. So just to use that. I was hardcore into being at the disco dance parties, so called house parties, and. Because of my brother, I, I that shit. When I first heard Ultra Magnetic, mentally mad, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Scrambled you, know? you. Because I, I, I mean, I, I, I love, like, I love hip hop. I love it. Like MC Globe was like, I like, I worship that dude. Like, you know, Soul Sonic Force. That was like. That's how I got to get the name the Twilight Tongue. Cause I was like, I want a cool name, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't want to be like. At first, my name was Wizkid T, but then I was like, MC Glow, Wizkid. I can't be him. So I'm like, and then I, and I was like, well, I like the Twilight Zone. Oh, the Twilight Zone. <laughs> and it was that. But uh, it has a better ring than Wizkid T. Yeah. Wizkid T is a cool name, but Twilight Tongue. Yeah, is a better and then name. It's, yeah. that's just some old. Wizkid feels like an old school name. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah. 
Yo, would you believe I just now got the connection, the Twilight Tone, the Twilight Zone? Seriously? I'm, I'm very slow. <laughs> well, okay, I, I thought I'm it was very about, slow. I thought it was about like, just like like nighttime vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like no, I, I I'm always like, made the minute. Twilight Zone connection. The Twilight, but I, I thought yeah. it was intentional. Yeah. I don't know. No. I'm, I'm, I'm just got that. And you know what's so funny? <laughs> the funny thing is, for the longest time. Yeah, it's just simply I just was like I didn't I didn't go really super deep in it. It's just the tone of the twilight. It's the mood, pitch, and feel of the twilight zone. Yeah, that's all it is. It's like it's what and what the twilight zone is. What is abstract? I mean, what's concrete and what is abstract at the same damn time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And and then when I really looked into it, I was like, well, shit, that's everybody walking the planet. Everybody walking the planet is in the Twilight Zone because we are walking physical and abstract concepts. The mind is not the brain. The brain is not the mind, but they coexist. Right. So. I, I, you, I'm going to let you speed past that. That was kind of deep. I get it. But <laughs> <laughs> we're on, we're on. <laughs> I, I, I understand the paradox. You know what I'm saying? Like you, can, you can almost exist. Outside of yourself in a certain way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like separating ego and all that shit, and like like on a whole. But not even in the simplest term. No, the the mind is not the brain. The brain is not the mind. The mind is not to be contained in the physical unit. You know, my, right. the mind is. What is the mind? Yeah, the brain. We know what the yeah, brain you can is. Look at the brain. We can yeah. look at the brain. We can touch the brain. Yeah. But what is the mind? You know what I'm saying? The and mind is the world. The, the like, mind is bigger. Perception. What, like it's, but it's, what is... Okay, so you... Do, but this is what I need, especially black people, I need them to start doing. I need them to understand the words that they say. What do you mean by world? When I tell you, sir, the world is going to end, do you start crying? If I say, yo, the world is going to end, if you told me that, I'm like, okay, cool. What's the new world? gonna be the world has ended if you look at it like that the world has ended yeah. several yeah, times the world ends the world ends. ended the first time they saw a black man fuck a white woman yeah. <laughs> you the know what I'm saying ended, when the president the world yeah 9-11 the world ended the way we thought the way airports worked it, it ended yeah the world is not the earth and the earth is not the world the yeah. earth is the physical manifestation the world is the concepts that we place upon yeah. that physical manifestation so what I'm saying is the mind is a concept that we constantly build on and cultivate through our learning or so-called learning and so-called growth and development but it can be changed in a moment whereas the brain is a physical thing mm -hmm. right that's all I'm saying and Twilight the Twilight Zone the Twilight Tone the Twilight Zone is that working in concert at the same time that's why when you I always say when you watch the TV and you fall asleep and you have a dream and your dream intersects with it that's the Twilight Zone mm -hmm. so on some dope shit oh I'm gonna be the tone of that <laughs> you know what I mean like on some hurrah you know what I'm saying so um, but just to circle back how it began in regards to like my beginnings in music uh, first and foremost, you got to know that my family, like my, my mother sang, my dad danced, my uncle was a bassist, his girlfriend is a famous legendary singer, you may, may, may not know, her name is Shaka Khan. Oh shit. <laughs> so, like, he, you know, they, they were girlfriend and boyfriend, he named her, they got married, she became Shaka Khan, which is my family's sake, family name. Yeah. And 
But beyond that, like we, my family grew up around. I mean, they were at Curtis Mayfield's uh, studio. The Staple Singers used to rehearse with my uncle in my in my basement, in my grandmother's basement. You know what I'm saying? There's five stair steps who made Ooh Child. That was their best friends. Mm. That's crazy. Kenny man. Burke who made Keep Rising the Top. That's like my mother's best friends. Like she dated one of them. You know what I'm saying? Like these are. This, but this was Chicago. Like that's what I'm here. I am a testimony. I don't represent Shy Town. Let's be very, very clear about something. I am not from Shy Town. I am not from Shy City. <laughs> I am not from the Shy. Anybody from Chicago be like, oh yeah, Tone represents Shy. No, I do not. I don't. I've never subscribed to the term Shy. Never will I. I am from Chicago. I hear a lot of people in Chicago, they don't like the term shy. No, because why would you? Mm -hmm. Why would you? I'm from Scary Town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm from Slow People Place. <laughs> <laughs> Only, I don't care if Kanye said it. I don't care. He doesn't, he does not shy. define my existence. Mm -hmm. And that's not a shot at Kanye. Kanye just does not, he is not a tastemaker for moi. Mm -hmm. For you, that's cool. That's what that's where your lineage begins. That's cool. I am from Chicago. This is why I can't. And then if you and I, I made up slick terms like you need a nickname. I call I named first. I call it the Go. You can IE go to uh, comments. To yeah, comments. Uh, from from the yeah. Go. Go go go. That's when I said we're gonna start saying Go. Then I was like, oh, why are we stopping that? It's Chicago ill. Yeah. Then I started saying we from Go Ill. Then I looked at it, I was like, oh shit, why do we stop at the I in the word Chicago is chic? And I was like, yo, I'm from Chic City. That represents me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't want to use none of that, just say I'm from Chicago, dog. But when people come up to me and say I'm you'll see if you you gon' y'all gonna be around me, you're gonna see somebody gonna be like, Yeah, man, you from the shy, right? Like, nah. And I ain't even gonna say no. Nah. I'm just gonna be like <laughs> yeah, we was in front of um, we was in front of Sub T. We had a show a few years ago, and the dude was telling me that he was like, "Nah, we go getters. We ain't shy. Don't use that shy shit." Yeah, it's like it's a lot of power. Like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this yeah, was yeah. Like a few years ago, I was like I fuck with that. <laughs> just you know, just a, and the reason, and I said it on BT. I did a uh, I DJed on BT. I was like, "Yo, man, shy is more of a player pimp shit." That's not the lineage that we draw of. And that's what people need to know. There is a Mason-Dixon line in Chicago. Mm -hmm. There's a Mason-Dixon line with black people, period. That's just it. Mm -hmm. I ain't necessarily anti... Well, I'm kind of an anti-nigger machine. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yo, man, I'm a black man. I'm not... I'm not... I'm not... A, I'm not... I'm a black man. And I'm a man. And I'm... And like, I... I'm going for... The hierarchy of intelligence, what black really means. I hate my one of the things that is one of my biggest pet, pet, pet peeves is that when people try to equate blackness for ignorance or turning it up. Me too. Yeah. I think that is the way, oh, you acting black, or oh, you yeah. getting black. It's like, that. oh, so, so if you tell me I'm acting black, I'm making up numbers, I'm making up languages, I'm, I'm creating plumbing. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Architecture. Innovative. You know Innovating what I'm shit. I'm creating you. 
How about they, that? They never prefer when it's only when somebody's acting ignorant, ignorant. Or ghetto. That's when they act in black. That's the only time they act in black. Exactly. Like the whole thing with um, what's the what's the kid? The kid, the the, the dude, uh, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Bieber. Justin Bieber. Yeah. And you know, Bieber, Bieber. Somebody that meant well was posting because he just he went on Ellen and was like, I'm sorry, I've been acting crazy. And somebody was like, yeah, see, everybody want to be a nigga, so blah, blah, blah. And I was like, but why is him acting bad? That's when he's trying to be a nigga or trying to be black. Why he couldn't just be acting bad? Yeah, why he just can't right. be? But here's the other thing. People got to understand the word nigger didn't start with us. As a matter of fact, we're not even the original niggas. The original niggas is the motherfuckers that's not royalty in, in fucking the U.K., Mm-hmm. The peasants, those are the niggas, mm-hmm. and it shit just trickles now. Like yo, man, like straight crazy, up, yeah. like straight up, man, like for me, man, like, and it's kind of great. I'm glad that we're doing this podcast right now today after I'm getting up. <clears throat> like man, like yeah, yo, man, I'm not just doing this shit just to make some motherfucking hot beats. And some fucking hot songs and fucking mercy and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, that shit is deeper than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, my contribution and that shit caused fucking subconscious tidal waves in the universe. And if you really knew what that fucking prayer was saying and shit, and that was the number one record, and it still is one of the most powerful Kanye West song he got, uh-huh. that shit means something to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not doing this. Like, for me, I just, like, yo, man, like, and I know like the industrial complex is to shut us down, to get, not to get us not to be on this, and we should be shaking in our boots and shit like that. But like, man, for real, for real, like, man, like, I'm not doing this shit to be no dope ass beat maker and be talking about some bullshit, uh-huh. sitting on twenties. I don't give a fuck about that, man. <laughs> like, yo, me, like, yo, man, yo, those motherfuckers, Public Enemy, man, sacrificed their fucking lives, man. No, yeah, definitely. You know they were saying? on FBI watch list and all types of shit. And you know them motherfuckers, man, was the number one group, fuck rap group. And they, yo, man, they took that, they, 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 they repeated the '60s on our ass, man. Right before us, and we so goddamn desensitized. Like, it, this is something. And a dude, wise intelligence, said that shit. But, like, yo, man. It just took a nigga to get beat down for motherfuckers to go crazy in the early 90s. And niggas is getting shot multiple times on camera and shit. And niggas don't do shit but talking about let's shot. pick it around fucking what? Are you crazy, niggas? You not going to the boycott? Fuck no. For what? With a sign? Why wasn't y'all at the goddamn hearing ready to fucking ra- turn it up? <laughs> That's All when y'all need, had to get the verdict. Exactly. You gonna do it after the verdict, and then do it, and then they say stop, and then you stop, and it was sponsored, and then you see the subtitle sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fuck all y'all, man. These, I don't fuck, like. That's what I'm saying. These Negroes and these niggas, man. Fuck y'all, man. If you don't like what I'm saying, fuck you. Like for real, like. And I love you though. I love you, but this shit's got this like. We've been, we were talking about that in a whole nother, I guess, 
and to take it in a different direction slightly we were talking about the division like just drawing a line and like having shit you fuck with and that you don't fuck with we had this conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the summer you know what I'm saying yeah just in terms of like there has to be a separation at some point well it has like, to be a separation well not only does it have to be a separation on some not not to be on some hierarchy or on some separatists but in order for us to strengthen ourselves and when I got sick this couple last day I had to separate myself yeah I had to quarantine myself. Like push back from things that were like further weakened. I got right. I gotta flood myself with liquids. You know what I'm saying? I gotta eat I can't eat solid foods. I gotta get myself in or oh, our kind of music, the kind of rap that we do, the kind of music we do, we need to separate ourselves from this pork rind ass nigga rind. <laughs> I've been thinking about that, man. I've really been pork thinking rind. about Because it fucks you up as pork a writer. No, it no, does. no, seriously. No, yeah, no, no. It dumb, it's dumb. I, dude, I'm telling you it is. You got, you ain't telling me. I'm telling you. Because <laughs> you're trying to figure out, wow, can I, because I'm dope and I'm not a, a goo, I'm not goofy and I'm cool and I can rap and blah, blah, blah. Well, if I just simplify it here and if I just twist it there and I put a little da, 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 da and if I just don't talk, and you wind up fucking your shit up while they just be straight, aggressive, ignorant, brave with their shit. Fuck a bitch with a hot dog. Nah, fuck a bitch with a hot dog. Nah, fuck a bitch with a hot dog. And that's the, that's the shit. And if you look at rock, then metal fans know what they're listening to. And Indie rock fans know what they're listening to. But rap, the only word they got for us is backpack. And it's a big ass blanket. Like whenever they mention Tanya Morgan, they'll either say throwback or backpack. And it's just a big blanket. And backpack to you might mean the dirty dude that don't get no girls. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Or it might mean you think you tribe core quest. Right. Or or you know, whatever. Or you think it's the nineties or whatever. But or you might just see somebody that just knows rap. And when they see us, they might think, Oh, your music must be about shooting people. And blah blah blah, cause you're a rapper. Right. right. I know rappers. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They don't. And when you when you label something as backpacker, old school, it kind of it offputs people. You know we what I'm saying? Our homeboys' parents that time, and they was like, yeah. So, do you guys just like steal people's music and stuff too? And I was like, man, it's an art to sampling and blah blah blah. Yeah, and all you know is Puff Daddy rapping over Diana Ross or whatever right. and that's rap to you and we're all not the same so I think we do need some people say it's just music but I think it would help if it was like this is what this is and as a fan I like this rap or I don't like that rap and that's it it helps me like if you like turn up rap or you just like the popular whatever's popular at the time say that if you like whatever you want to call what we do say that if you like hip house Say that. that. I think I, it would help. I think one of the things and one of my responsibilities, meaning me as Anthony Khan, the Twilight Tone, Anthony the Twilight Tone Khan, my responsibility from the viewpoint and the stance that I'm coming from and from the, the mere uh, respect that I've mustered over the years uh, is for me to sta be a stand to say this is what this is. And even if I only say what I'm representing, even if I only coin a phrase for that, I'm, I'm going to take responsibility for that. Right. I am blessed with being able to come up with names and terms, so I'm going to take a responsibility that whether people want to adhere to that or not, I don't, I don't know. But it's, I will, let, I will dare say to, the, to those that would oppose the terms that I come with, 
um, that understand, sir, that I'm not doing this in order for me to champion this and to uh, get financial gain, because I'm going to get financial gain regardless. Trust me when I believe, trust and believe, I will. I'm not like, I'm, and that's another thing, and I'm saying this on this podcast, I'm saying this to you two. Like, dude, we're too fucking intelligent to be broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say that shit again. <laughs> and I'm letting everybody know here in this podcast, like, yo, man, you okay? Watch it. I'm going to show you better than I can tell you, bro. And I ain't talking about no thousands of dollars. And I'm telling you, I'm I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not playing. So with that said, though, like, it's my responsibility. And that's why I was so elated that y'all called me uh, last week in regards to that song. And just into working and in regards to this podcast because I feel like it's part of my responsibility as a brother, as an older cousin, as a, a whatever to be like, man, let's just hey, get Yoda. in the room. Yeah, hey, let's get will. in the room. Let's miss, let's miss this policy. Y'all ain't like y'all ain't got the talent. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like, you know what I'm saying? Let's, you just, yo, Jordan needed a fucking coach. Tiger Woods needed a coach. Serena Williams needed a fucking coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I hear see a lot of rappers as dope as fuck. A lot of producer rappers, a lot of rap, rap producer, marketing, painter, rapper, all of everybody doing everything now. Yeah. But they just ain't, it ain't fucking with what Marley Ma was doing. And Marley Ma ain't even have as dope as shit. But his impact was way harder. Yeah, and I feel like people dilute what they do because they do so much now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, feel like you're, you feel like you're forced to do a lot of different things when in reality you should just be doing one fucking thing and doing it really well. And I think... And this is coming from somebody that started a podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a lot of shit. But, 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 but the thing is, it's in concert with who you are as a person, it's in concert with who you are as an artist, and it's in concert with who you are as a group member because, voila, this guy is here. Right. And voila, I am here who is going to be working with you in the... See, it's not... See, so it's not like it's like... You know, it's like, oh, I'm over here, I'm going to go work it. You know, and they got shit to do, and it's taking yeah, time. Yeah. It's all in concert. It's like if I pop up as a BBC news correspondent or some shit in yeah. a suit and tie, like, hey, so. But it's different <laughs> you come up with a BBC news correspondent and you're doing a documentary on right. music or progress. Like everything, or I, I do a lot of shit, but everything I do is definitely in my voice. Yeah. And I make sure that it's in my voice. And if yeah. it's not in my voice, I just don't do it. Because you can't. You can't be authentic and you can't be effective if you're not yourself in everything you do otherwise you're you're trying to learn some new shit and then you're trying to learn like another like how to how to fake it and i can't fake it i've, I've tried to fake it before yeah i try to fake it too um uh, pardon me man ladies calling <laughs> <laughs> they want to know you doing all right man I know, I you was down for a couple days <laughs> you all right i was down daddy okay anyway but uh the point blank, man, the, just the bottom line, that, that sentiment is like, yo, man, Q-Tip said it, man. You understand the underground is deep. And it's deeper, and, it, and it's kind of like, it, it's the same kind of the mission low, I have. The the Nikes, the Yeah, yeah, it's the, the same mission I have for Chicago. Like, people don't understand Chicago. They don't know what Chicago is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Chief Keefe and all of them, not to diss them, that's not the whole of Chicago. That's just a mere sect of mm-hmm. what's going on in Chicago. Kanye, that's almost a, a, a dark, twisted fantasy of what's going on in Chicago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Twister, that's a very sectional 
do or die, all of that. That's a very sectional thing that's happened in Chicago. They haven't really heard the story. You know, Vic Mensa, that that's another aspect of Chicago. He's kind of from where I'm from. It really is okay. a lot of different sounds to yeah, Chicago. We have just hip hop. Yeah. Just, you could not leave hip hop and have a lot of different sounds out of Chicago. Which I think is super dope. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like in terms of just diversity. Got their own thing. And the other thing that's dope about it too is it's, it's different, but it's innately Chicago. Yeah. Like you can hear it and be like, oh, that, that sounds like you got Chicago. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Variations of like the. I guess like the the dance related stuff and like the house related stuff and so on. And that and that and that story has been so bastardized because the unfortunate truth about the Chicago so called house story is because we didn't document it properly and the people who did document it they haven't allowed the world to really be privy to that data. So you know the the issue with Chicago is that we were so much on our own dick. That it was to our detriment. <laughs> sounds like, when sounds you say, familiar. <laughs> when you say on your like dick, city. <laughs> you mean like insulated in terms of like protecting it and not letting people well, let's come talk, in. And let's think like, about it literally. If I'm on my own dick, it's gonna be hard for me to have a baby, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just gonna be coming on myself. So literally, oh God, when you think about that, so figuratively, yeah, it's the yeah. same shit. How can you born any? How can people learn? Like literally, you're not teaching the youth. And you like looking at him like you wasn't there when it started. Like, right. dog, but that's the point. Like, to keep it going. Sounds so familiar. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a form of elitism at the end of the it day. It is. You Chicago was the elite of the elite. That's why, if you notice, for the, it took the longest time for Chicago to get shout outs on rap records. Chicago never got. Motherfucking. Everybody got shout outs on rap records except Chicago. You know why? Because Chicago didn't fuck with rap. <laughs> Not like that. Not like that. So what was Chicago? It was like board dance. It was dance. Who was the first one that everybody knew? Was it Common? Common was the first person. Twister came out, but Common was the first person that people respected. Twister was a little. We was the first Common, person right? out of yeah, but we was the first person out of the Midwest that got respect. Period. Oh shit! We yeah. was the first people sampling, chopping up breaks, all of that. As a matter of fact, it is noted that I mean, Rashid told me this that JD when he, when they saw us, they was like, "Fuck." <laughs> they beat us to it. Beat us. I mean, because I mean, our first record, we we wasn't no, it wasn't like we just chopping up Roy Ayers or some shit mm-hmm. or James. Now Brown. y'all were doing some intricate and involved that 92? shit. No, we came out ninety one. Yeah, I was one, gonna say that. One, I, re- one. I remember getting fucking kind of borrowed down and just being like, I was a little late to it. The Midwest, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the videos, I remember all that shit, G. So. No, we was like the first to um, be in videos, and you know, and yo, know, it, it was a thing, man. So I was the first. I'm like, I'm. It's funny because I'm like in Chicago, as young as I am, I'm like anywhere from Cool Herc to Funkmaster Flex to them. You like, yo, you yeah. like a super OG? Yeah, yeah and Triple I'm OG. young as shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like people think like, damn, what you like seventy? Like, no, motherfucker. You know what it is? It's like y'all like Cairo to Oakland because they're yeah. pretty young and like a godfather to yeah. like base shit. And, well, when you those, leave, when those you leave my that, people too. Go ahead. Yeah. When you leave that footprint, though, I mean, like it's it's the term big shoes to fill. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just you literally create create the genre, create the game in a sense, so to speak. So you know what I'm saying? Like that makes you like larger than life, which means that people think you like older. You know what I'm saying? They look at you in like a whole different respect. 
Yeah, I'm looking. Plus, you got a beard. You look. I got a beard. Yeah, I look <laughs> Mike, Mike G. <laughs> Who's super dope? Uh, what was I gonna say? I, I, I y'all made me think of the hieroglyphics. I met. Uh, I was in the Mr. Dabalina video. And, uh, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, Dale, uh, and uh, that's why I first met Opie on A Plus, and we we rhyme, and that's why they came out, and we rhyme, and they, we was all, and everybody was like, oh shit! And we was like, I remember us, how impressed we were each each other, and then when they came out with that's when they lost, I was like, oh shit, these my niggas, I know these niggas, mm -hmm. so that's why in the song Can I Bust, I, I say, uh, uh. Why not no loser But I lost you Remind you I find you Find this keeper So you're mine too Your yeah. mind can't match mine When I do mine Come Because I'm alluding to That's when you lost and shit Like just to let them know Nigga you know me Don't think like I'm not This ain't no motherfucking You know I'm not biting you niggas So don't even try that shit But uh No that's tripped out man I'm, I, I, I love that about I love that we created These Aesop fables In a short period of time Around this thing called Um hip-hop or rap music um and I, I i think uh again i'm not i would say i'm not trying to destroy but that might be a that might be false because <clears throat> it's, it's, it's a couple of things i do i i want to see that shit either um decline or i want that shit eradicated and uh, i'm uh i'm just tired of the the cool slick way of people promoting and um, making sexy um, just crime drug dealing yeah you like know, they, they, they. I'm just tired of it. I'm they, they spit shine that shit and they throw dust on the underground. Now, shit. Yeah, it had went away for a little while, but then it came back. Yeah, and I mean, I listened to, I literally listened to Tramp. I was listening to Tramp, salt and, and pepper? salt and pepper, and I was like, damn, but this shit came out now. It'd be like, whoa, this is that record hard as shit, yo. It's, like, <laughs> it's hard as shit, but it'd be like people would be like, I can't believe they're saying this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You ain't treating me. You ain't getting paid. You ain't knocking boots. You ain't treating me like no prostitute. prostitute. <laughs> like no, somebody girls yeah. came out said that. Like right now, they like, bitch get out of here. You that shit. <laughs> Try to fuck you and your 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 mama. You don't watch the porn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's, I'll let you say some more. Let me get some water. Let me take a quick break real yeah. quick. I'd love to be on. Um... Yo, what I want you to do right now is open a browser tab. Type in mixcloud.com backslash the Twilight Tone and check out his latest mix, my musical tribute to my guy Lonnie Rashid Lynn, a.k.a. Common. But that doesn't mean stop listening to this. It means bookmark that page for later when we're done. Back to the combo. Check my shit out real quick. So yo, how how uh, how you like in New York? You've been here for a minute, right? I've been here, I think, eight years since this today, the fourth. Yep, the third or the fourth. Eight years today. Okay. Well, uh, what what made you come out here? You know what I'm saying? Like just. Uh, I was a gigantic man in a dollhouse. 
<laughs> Fuck low ceilings. I was a gigantic man in a dollhouse. Nah, I feel you on that shit, man. You might have to readjust the mic. Same way I. What's up, <coughs> sir? Because he moved further from the mic. Is it picking up? Yeah, it's still picking up. Oh, okay, sorry. Now, I, I felt the same in Cincinnati, man. Like, like, not necessarily gigantic man, but just suffocated. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to explore. I need to get out and see things. You know what I'm saying? And be able to touch, like, the shit that I, I like, see it. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. necessarily just. For me, it wasn't necessarily about seeing it. Well, yeah, I guess I, I relate to that. Seeing it physically. I knew it exi- it was like I knew it existed because I created it, but the people around me, because it was kind of like the, the natives to the island that couldn't see the, the Santa, the Pinta, and the, uh, whatever the fuck the ships are called. The Santa they, Anna. They, they couldn't see the ships because they had no concept of them. So even though the ships were right there because they had no concept, they couldn't, they literally could not see them. They had no concept. It's like, I don't know what a bicycle is, so I'm right here in front of this bicycle, and I can't see it. Right. You don't know how the shit works. You know so what I'm saying? So I'm creating <laughs> shit, and I'm giving it to you. I brought you hip-hop. I brought you all this shit. I brought. I taught you how to dance this shit. Before me, you weren't even hearing the shit loud. I brought you even how to dress, all this, how to dress, all that shit. Fuck with me. And they couldn't, they were stuck. And I'm like, they couldn't see it, so I just had to go. And like, as soon as I got off the fucking plane, motherfuckers is giving me props. Like, what's up? Oh, you Tom? We know who you are. Yeah, yeah I remember when I bumped into you at that Peter Adar shit. Right. And I was like, oh shit, that's Twilight Tom. You're like, yo, Dar, I'm like, oh shit. My mouth was blown, like, oh shit. Nigga, know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah I'm up on the shit. So I'm just like, that's what I was saying. I was like, man, I'm not amongst my peers. Same, yeah. I'm just not. I'm amongst. I'm a. I'm like. I'm. It's not to diss uh, my people in Chicago. It's not. I don't want to come off like that. It's just that, you know, I wasn't amongst the people that were. Um. You gotta be careful being around your fans, man. I think. Uh, yeah. You gotta be very yeah. careful with that, cause that could you, you could become an alcoholic. Because you could be, you could, <laughs> yeah. you, yeah, could bro. you could become drunk by your ego, and then it will stunt your growth. Yeah. Cause they'll keep feeding you. Oh man, yo man, man, you're the greatest, yeah, man. You kick that shit in the foreign exchange, shit. <laughs> I'm still listening to that shit, though. You ain't gotta do nothing better. Just keep writing like that. Yeah, it, it makes good. it. It makes it easy to not grow. You know what I'm saying? You know that's why I love Herbie Hancock, cause he just be like, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm gonna do some other shit. Yeah, just I'm, I'm gonna do disco. What do you mean you gonna do disco? <laughs> you crazy? Everybody hates disco. I'm about to do disco. Make you love that shit and too. Make you love it. And yeah. then you in the disco, you like, I'm about to do electro beat. Like, oh, like, y'all here now? Okay, y'all stay here. I'll be I'm going over here. I'm about to go deal with the, uh, the fucking uh, turn, dudes with turntables and scratch. What's wrong with you? I'm about <laughs> to go do rocket. <laughs> What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> like, okay, we, we're just getting with the disco. Now you're gonna go go deal with these fucking hooligans in the Bronx, like. And he did Rocket, and that shit was incredible. Yeah, I remember that Grammy performance of that shit. Yo, that shit was incredible. So fucking legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I want to do, you know, what I want to do is just I just want to grow. 
right now, it's, it, my main thing now is just establish foundation and then grow from foundation. It's not to establish foundation and be like, this is who I am. And this is who I'll always be. No. It's just, the reason I, like I told you earlier today, man, I'm awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm going to focus on these beats, man. Just going to focus on beats. And we'll see what comes from that. So no no rhymes. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying because I mean right you now, you be barring man. I come over here you be busting. You know? I'm, I'm not saying all that. Now I don't even want that to be a part of the interview. See that's what I mean by motherfuckers trying to get you drunk with your ego. No, I ain't say that. So I'm saying I say this man like yo man play your position, play nah, your yeah, motherfucking position, and then one day. Yo, it might you might have to do a motherfucking uh, flea flicker like you like the quarterback gets the ball, you flick it to the damn running back, running back, he throws the ball the, the, the bomb to the quarterback. Yeah. But but at least get the quarterback shit right. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Like a lot of rap, lot of lot of lot of producers want to get out here and shine as a rapper, and that's dope, that's great. But like. Some of the greatest producers that I know, my favorite producers, are the ones that are behind a group or in a group. And if you notice, when they are in the group, that's when their best work was. Yeah. Premier. Q-Tip. Pete Rock. Slumber. Yeah. <laughs> the list. The Bomb Squad. Yeah. And then they try to do their own thing. It's cute. That EPMD. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's cute. All of them. Then I'm not leaving. Not not a one. It's cute what they did, but it's not what they did when they was with them groups. Yeah. I know what it is too. As a producer in the group, the, what it is is when you by yourself, you get to do whatever, but you feel a pressure. You're speaking for myself. You feel the pressure. You have to impress your friends that ain't. They don't. You you just you. You know, like Dr. Dre. You just Andre. To Ice Cube So he not gonna be in the room And you throw a beat on And he's so blown away That Dr. Dre is playing him a beat Or you know You just You just What's his name Chris You just Chris To Guru So he not gonna be Oh my god I can't believe I'm with uh, DJ Premier So he might be like Nah that ain't it Chris Play another one Right And I think that's what it is Like Don will turn down A hundred Like nah that ain't Yeah it. because yeah, you I'm, know what I'm it is down. <laughs> No 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 But let me say <laughs> What turning. it is Is Don Is curating you Yeah He's curating you You have the talent mm. Ain't nothing But you're curating It's like okay I got you bro We know you dope <laughs> yeah. I had a guy like I was in the group My group actually Got picked before Common I won New Music Seminar in 89. I was in a group called 1213. I basically was the Pete Rock, Mr. Long for this group mm -hmm. before they even existed. And I was doing the beats and he was rhyming. Went to the seminar I was supposed to perform. He choked on the mic in New York. But everybody's like, man, them beats is fat. I didn't know what fat meant. <laughs> the beats is fat. I was like, they kind of heavy. That's what your hundred is kind of heavy. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm from Chicago. So, and then when we got back, he he was he. I was like, look, man. From now on, I'm always gonna back you up on the rhyme. Like I'm just gonna you know be like yeah and blah blah blah. Cause I do it good. I add a little good. And he took it like, oh, I need to get on the beats then, so that the group oh, be even seated. Yeah. And that's when the group imploded. Yeah. So what it is is like, yo man, it, you know like 
and don't get me wrong, some people have done, some producers have done great work solo, but like, man, Poobah with Brand Nubians is not Poobah by itself, even though I love 360. I love that album. Mm -hmm. That album is incredible to me. I'm trying to remember what was on 360. Shit. Man, what goes around comes around. Soul control. Um, oh hell yeah, 360 was the shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, he produced that. But Pooba was a producer before he was in. He produced that shit. Yeah, Pooba produ was producing. He used to be in a group masters of ceremony. Mm -hmm. He produced MC Light. Uh, he he did a what? lot of shit. Yeah, Pooba was a producer. I mean, in truth, Brand Nubian is, is kind of like Tanya Morgan, and I'm. Poobah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's yeah, what that yeah. was. But then some kind of something happened where he was like, "All right, fuck it, I'll be in the group." And then they became a group. Okay. That's how they had. That was just his little brothers, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They from yeah. Nauru. They from, you know, you know it's a crazy story. Just a quick sidebar was when they did. What was the next album? By any means, or everything is everything. Whatever the album, the first album without Poobah was. They didn't produce, they didn't make beats, but they went, took the, the advance, bought equipment, bought records, and learned how to make beats, and made Punk Shop Up To Get Beat Down, the original version, and made, um, uh, what's the what's the joint? The girl song on that album. Oh yeah, Love Me or Leave Me Alone. Love Me or Leave Me Alone. Which was like, incredible. They, they made, they learned how to make beats and made those beats on that album. How come I don't know brand newbie in history like this? That's like, why are y'all school? Like, I'm no, supposed no, to know this that, shit. That, that, Just listen to but podcasts. One day, so there. what happened to uh, this SD-1200? Stimulated dummies. That, that, that's they did um, the, the that's, that's Dante. Dante and Dante yeah, went with Pooba, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he okay. did. Okay. He went with Pooba in the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. just taught themselves how to make some of the dopest beats in rap history. They did. Crazy. That's crazy. Love, Love Me and Leave Me Alone is probably one of my favorite. Uh, that was a dope beat. And the remix. Yeah, man. The remix it did, it was incredible. But that's the, the same shit happened with the Fuji when they back was on the wall. They went and bought that studio. And worked on the second album, produced that shit. Yeah, I feel like when some when sometimes when artists get their back, like they have to like fucking it's survival, it's hit survival mode. They they fucking go for it. Some people can do it, some people can't. But yeah, that's what hip hop is. If you don't got shit, you you make the best of it. That's what hip hop is. That's why it always comes out the best when it's that way. Yeah, you know you know you can't manufacture hip hop. There are no. It's, I keep telling people there's no such thing as hip hop clothes. <laughs> Jinko, arguably Jinko is hip hop club. Yeah, that's Jinko. <laughs> you just can't. You're like, so you should be like yeah, hip hop. Funny. It's like, no, it's, it's not. Like, we don't want that. <laughs> because the truth of the matter is, it's like hip hop is not a genre. Honestly, that's it. the hip hop clothes don't. They never last long. They never will. Yeah. Like you can name Kanai and all that, but it didn't last. None of it lasts. It's not anything. But the thing, I, what I'm saying is, hip hop is not a genre. It's a way of looking at things. You know, it's a way of looking at music. Like it's punk. not a genre of music. You know what I mean? It's a well, punk is an actual. You use chords to punk, but there are no hip hop chords. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, blues, there's chords, and rock is based off of blues chords. But like hip hop, rap music is. I'm gonna take this country record, and you hear that part right there? I'm gonna. I'm gonna use that and make a record out of it. Yeah. And or you hear that goddamn. Library record with the damn rain comes in at the end. I'm gonna take that. 
and I'm gonna make a beat out of it. Yeah, like flip it's that shit. It's a way to see it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the same with. It's actually the same with dance music or so-called house music. It's like, it's not. There's not a way. It's not a genre of uh, a style. Like some people like using jazz. Some people like using funk. Some, but it's really how you see. It's how it's said. The difference between. It's just the way you. It's the way you see it. That's it. That's all. Um, I don't know what that has to do with anything we're talking about, but yeah. <laughs> Nothing has to do with anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm just documenting one of our epic ass conversations, man. What up? Okay, I hope you guys understand that this is a break because I don't have the normal music in place, so you can't tell, you can't hear the cue, the doo doo doo. So, but yeah, this is me. This is a break. This isn't this conversation with Tone. This is my conversation with you. But, um,. Just want to drop in real quick and let you guys know, man. If you can't catch us on the road, but you want to support us and cop some gear, you can go to workingcreative.bigcartel.com and cop a shirt, cop a, cop a snapback. Uh, the CDs and shit ain't there. You have to go to Bandcamp or whatever, wherever the fuck you buy CDs and music from to do that. But if you want to get a shirt to show up to the show in and be like, yo, I know about you guys. I'm wearing your shirt. If you want to do that, drop by workingcreative.bigcartel.com. All right, we got to get back to this conversation. Now you understand, you won't hear doo doo doo, you'll hear a beat. That's when we're coming out of commercial break. And when you don't hear any music, that's when we're having the conversation. So we're gonna try this. I'm actually just killing time so you guys can listen to this beat because it's pretty fucking dope, right? All right, let's get back into this conversation. Tone is sick. Yeah, I like the, the segue music that you play. You play me in every time. It's like it's like a talk show. <laughs> so, yo, but yeah, all right. This might be kind of corny, but I don't think it's corny. What's one of your biggest inspirations? Like, right now, to, you know, like, keep pushing for change and keep making music you know what i'm saying like like keep keep reinventing yourself and keep being new and fresh well, there's a couple of things one is sitting right here um one is like just wanting to expose people to to, to shit <clears throat> the want the want and desire to expose people to like to to, to the want and desire to cause epiphany mm and how that felt to have epiphanies being caused in my life. I mean, literally, done like when I heard "Looking for the Perfect Beat" for the first time, I I cried. Like I cried. Like when I heard "Looking for the Perfect Beat." Honestly, this is. This is per this is a perfect beat. <laughs> and it was so many parts that was good. It was overwhelming. It overwhelmed yeah. me. Epiphany was caused. An epiphany was caused when I heard that. Yes, the rhythm, the rebel, the pause, and all. I was like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" 
right now. Like, yeah. oh shit. I still lose my shit when I hear uh, "Welcome to the Terror Dome." To this, oh, hell, to oh, hell, oh, hell to this yeah. day, I still lose hell my yeah. shit every time. It's every right. That shit is crazy. Yeah, man. So. I don't feel like motherfuckers be thinking like that when they make their records. I don't think people be going into it. That's on the underground to the motherfucking pop. So niggas say whatever they want to say about whatever they want to say. Or when, if I got anything to do with that shit, I, motherfuckers going to be epiphany cards. That's what I want people to have me some. And when they think Twilight Tone and the Twilight Tone kind, and Twilight kind why not? Whatever the fuck you want to call me Tone. A.K.A. Epiphany Cause. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the making of the morning tonight. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's what I want. I will say, you gave me a tape, a lot, like some beats a long time ago. I played that shit like a record. Like, I didn't even want to rap over it. I'm just like, yo, this is just that feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I hear it and I'm just like, this is the most amazing production I've heard. And it still stands up to this day. Like, everything you ever play, I'm like, okay. This is the most amazing beat ever. <laughs> this is the most amazing beat ever. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying that shit. He just told you not to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do a humble, nice interview, educate the people, <laughs> but raise, no, I was, raise the little nigglets in, in the streets. <laughs> I was saying you're definitely doing the epiphany making thing. You know what I'm saying? But that's my goal. If that's the case, I appreciate it. My goal is to do that, but then it's also to um, is to complete product. And it's like my next thing is it's like okay I, I love that I have the respect of my peers and shit but now I want to have the camaraderie of my peers and for us to really do some shit that's going to shake and um, to shake and change the face of what is known to be music or pop culture today. Yeah. I'm going for pop culture. I don't. I, I'm not going for my fucking cover fader. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going for like just trying to be the cool niggas. I'm not Syrah this motherfucker. I'm trying to motherfucking do some shit. And that's my people too. You know what I'm saying? And that, you know, and I'm motherfuckers was doing some shit. But you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm saying like let's do, let's do some shit. And that's all I'll say. I don't want to talk that. Mm -hmm. I want to live that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that um, inspires me and gets me going is the lack thereof. And it's like to allude to what Vaughn said is when shit is the bat at its worst point and when you at your back is at the wall and you feel like you have you at you at you don't have the resources and stuff you do the best things which is how the greater three the greatest movements were made uh that being hip-hop that being punk and that being what we known as what's known as dance music or house music or techno music which they are all the same they're not it's Detroit techno is not from Detroit it's all fucking one thing it's just motherfuckers in Detroit made music they came to Chicago to get prop this is fucking music and all this shit was made for people who had nothing and took what they had and made something Mm -hmm. And and that's where I'm at because I'm glad that ignorance is at an all time high. I'm glad that hoes is running free and pimps is, is <laughs> the hoes is running free. You know, and drug dealers <laughs> thinking it's safe out here because guess what, nigga? I'm about to come in and this bitch on some vigilante shit on your ass. Thank you. Keep clean the streets up. Keep being that. Keep don't 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 do that. And remember, you said it was cool. 
remember that. I'ma allow you grace to change, but like for real, like it's that shit has it has had his day, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it has had its day. Yeah. I don't want to get rid of that shit. I want. I'm like Elijah Muhammad and Marcus Garvey, man. Just give me my own shit. Just give me my own shit. Let me have a radio show. Let me have. Let me have my my guys come in and rhyme on the shit and feel like oh I got a space. Let me do whatever the fuck it is. Let me have whatever. What motherfuckers that have a space? Y'all got y'alls. No, you don't need to come on here. None of y'all. <laughs> meek, meek, meeky Meek and, and Blakey Blake and you know and 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 and, and Louis Man and all. Y'all don't need to come here. Man, my, my name is Louis Man. Yeah, y'all got y'all shit. F Fendi Boy, you got your shit. Fendi Boy. Just let us have our shit. Yeah. And then and it's cool. And then maybe one day the rebel, the the, the Yankees and the, and the goddamn rebels could get along. But for right now, like y'all. Winning. Man, we was all right yeah. when it was divided. When you think about it, man. Like I, again, not trying to beat up on Kanye. I love Kanye. This is a Kanye love zone. But when he came out, it seems like we had, you know, it was a division. It was like who, you know, quote unquote, the conscious rappers or uh, the raucous rappers and blah blah blah. And it was, I don't know, the Rough Riders and everybody. Then Ye came out and he was like. I'm a quote-unquote backpacker, but I'm with Rockefeller, so I'm going to be like mainstream, and I'm going to have a song with Jay-Z and most Def on the same song, and the door closed, but when the door closed, it feels like that side kind of got swallowed. You know what I'm saying? Well, because that's what the... Uh that's what the corporations and that's what the prison industrial complex wants to push. They don't want to push Yassim Ben. The more mm. from fucking <laughs> Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> With 15 wives. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't really give a fuck that about ain't gonna sell no They don't give a fuck about promoting a nigga getting no pussy and no that time. Got swallowed up. Yeah, that's not, like, it, it ain't, it, they don't, it, that's the point. The point is, it's like, that's the point. The pimp, the nigger, the, the, the hoe, the murderer, the hustler, these guys have had that day. And they are sponsored by and sanctioned by McDonald's, Coca-Cola, <laughs> and fucking Ciroc. You know, like they have, they, you know. It's a meal and a mixed drink, my nigga. You know, they're on the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Like, they, they, they got it. Mm -hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, the, it's the unfortunate truth is, it's like, man, we're eating, man. But the, the unfortunate truth is, the, the food is poison. Mm. We eating big. Mm -hmm. I mean, we eat. We eat, but the food is poison and it's killing our children and our children to come and our children's children. So the point is, it's like the, my bottom line is to, to the bottom line of this question is again, I'm not. It's it's merit, it's talent, it's 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 it's. I have to, you have to uh, applaud their passion and um, I don't know how courageous it is to do pop rap. I don't know. It's not. It's the, what do you got to be afraid of? But it's nothing. Right. It's, it's no, no. It's no challenge. No risk. No vulnerability. It's not, yeah. But I do it, uh, applaud their passion, and you'll get your ass whooped for one of them uh, nigga nursery rhyme songs, cause they believe in it. Yeah. I need niggas that's so intelligent and so uh, cerebral and so. Uh, elitist about this the kind of rap or kind of music we're in I need a nigga to want to beat somebody's ass over a Nicolet B 
Motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like I don't think nobody wants to throw no hands for a goddamn flying lotus song. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but those niggas will whoop your ass for a goddamn. Oh, all day, yeah. You don't chop on the beat. You get your ass killed. You try to diss that shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I know exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You need the. You need people that that. On your team, that your that your fans need to be allies. The same way, you know, you can't diss Beyonce on Twitter. <laughs> you need to be. Yeah. You can't. It need to be. You can't diss Tanya Morgan on Twitter, or somebody gonna get at you. You know, like just jump down your throat. Like people that really support you emotionally, because that it goes beyond money at that point. Well, that's that 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 part of the conversation, which is a part of our. Uh that's a part of our uh, think tank that that's not going to be a part of the interview. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens in like that happens in, shortly after yeah, this. Yeah, this yeah. mic goes off in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> just the point is, that's my bottom line. You had another question. I One know. more question. All right. So the podcast is called Bad with Names. Mm-hmm. You have several names: mm-hmm. Andy Khan, mm-hmm. The Twilight Tone. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, why not the best? Why not the best? Uh, is Great Weekend one of them, or is that? That's a group okay, collective okay, okay. name. Okay. I was gonna ask you, not which one of those is your favorite, but which one is you identify most with the Twilight Tone, right? I identify most with Tone, to be honest. Tone. With you. Like I really, I'm in the late in the last couple of weeks, the last couple of months, I really just like. I just think that shit is hard, like tone. And I know, yeah, it's been other tones and shit, but it doesn't. It, you don't think when you say, when you think, of, at least when I think of me and I think of tone and I think of, cause I grew up with it. it wasn't like it's not like uh, something I put together. It's like my great grandparents called me tone. Right. Um, I just like when I tell people, especially when I when I introduce myself to like people that are not black, they think it's the coolest shit ever. They tone. Think, your name's Tone? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh my God. That's awesome. Like, but not like awesome. My name is uh, Lamont Tatika or some shit. Some, some newfangled nigga name. Yeah, yeah, some newfangled nigga name. My name is Trey Lamontavious. Lamontio. You know, and I took Ohio and Lamont and put it together. You know, that's where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but no, like, awesome. Like, damn, that's so smart. Like, tone. Yeah. You know, and um, so I, I, I identify with tone. The Twilight Tone. I like because of all of the reasons I said earlier. Um, but tone, I like it because it's not so cryptic. But yet it is, it has weight, it has uh, validity. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, the evolution of the Twilight Tone is just tone. <laughs> the evolution of the Twilight Tone is just. <laughs> I know you're gonna say my name since you're like, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so watch, watch it's, for that. It's gonna, gonna be a noise. Y'all gonna, gonna laugh. Somebody. Y'all gonna be there. I guarantee you. Y'all are gonna be there. No, I, I'm, 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 I'm putting this out in the Brazil. Y'all gonna laugh. Um, it's gonna be some big shit too, like some big, big <laughs> shit. And, there, and when it finally gets to that point, it's gonna be like, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's some, yeah, that's like, like, <laughs> next, like some next level print shit. Not yeah, a symbol, a sound. Nice, My name is sound. just a noise. You heard that mm, take? <laughs> this shit is funny as hell. Quote me, mark, mark my words. It's quoted. It's time stamped, and it'll be published soon. 
So, cool. But let's get out of here, man. Let's go hang out. Let's go. Um, thank you for inviting me over. We are in your home studio house. I'm Don Will, Swan P. Tom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just kind of want to start rapping, man. This shit is so fucking fly. Like he sent me, a, he sent me mad beats. By the way, this is not the podcast. This is me talking. Well, it is the podcast, but this is the end of the podcast. Um, send me these beats, man. Shit's a crazy, as you can hear. And it's hard to not talk in some kind of cadence over them. Ugh. Hear that shit? I might have to turn this off. Cause it's so distractingly good that it's hard for me to like cap this thing off. Uh. Uh. Yeah, I gotta cut this shit off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, I think this might be a good stopping point, so I'm cutting it right there. You guys fucking with that though, right? How did you guys feel about the uh the different beats? In the sound beds How do you guys feel about the music at all on my podcast? How do you guys fucking feel? Respond, man Tweet me, tweet me, email me something BWNpodcast at gmail.com Hit me up Let me know what you thought about Tone's Beats Let me know if you want to have your beats over the No, don't do that actually We're not going to do that Don't start submitting beats to me Because I'm not rapping over them And I'm also not using them on my podcast Unless I ask you for beats But um yeah man I wanna I wanna play another one He sent me this other one That's pretty cool But they're just so Distractingly fucking good Like it's hard for me To even have a conversation With you guys While it's playing Because I just wanna Listen to it Fuck it I'm, I'm gonna play it Because I definitely Wanna wrap this thing up But I want you guys To hear this other beat It's kinda crazy Wait a minute So yeah I'm just gonna act Like that's not playing In the background Like it's not even there Continue to talk because we gotta wrap this thing up. Um, I'm watching this season of Girls. I don't know how I feel about it. I think I'm kind of over it in general, but completest stuck watching it. So it's a pretty cool episode. Whatever. Also, didn't watch the Grammys. I'm in tune with what happened at the Grammys. I know like the highlights. Didn't watch it. It's weird, I have this, I, I kind of don't really miss those big award shows anymore. I, I just, I've been so busy that I never get to see them. Like, I'll either be doing my DJ night, because they, they historically happen on like Saturday, I mean Sunday, maybe like Thursday. And I'm usually busy on those nights. And in a weird way, I just don't miss them. I kind of used to miss the, the Twitter conversation around them, like the whole communal making fun of shit. Man, got shit to do, bro. Niggas ain't playing, paying my bills. They ain't playing my music. <laughs> uh, it's getting kind of cold. I'm going to try to cut this heater on real quick. See if I can get that hissing back up. You guys vibe out to this tone beat for a second. Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. It's up. Okay. So. So. Um, yeah, I'm going to cut the beat. I'm gonna cut the beat off and let you guys hear what I have to sit through. You hear that? Hear how loud that shit is? That's my new radiator. And if I want to wake up in a warm apartment, I have to sleep to that. 
I mean, I guess some people pay top dollar for white noise machines at the sharper image to get this same effect, right? And mine's is dual purpose. Like, it actually warms my apartment. It doesn't only put me to sleep. So, I guess, you know, hashtag blessed. We uh, I'm blessed, or whatever that shit say. Um, yeah, man. And this is what it sounds like when the radiator's not on. I edited in this moment so you guys could understand the contrast in sounds. Imagine how hard it is to record a verse. Because you're either going to be freezing cold with decent acoustics or warm with awful acoustics. Bruh. <laughs> either be cold or be at peace. You take your pick. You ain't going to be both in Brooklyn. Not in my apartment, at least. All right, guys. I'm going to go... Try not to go crazy. Until next week. It is still Monday. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Say it in the mic. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.